Hello everyone, welcome back to Chat Shit Get Fit. This is the main show where we cover all the hot topics in the industry and also discuss listener requests as well. This week, as requested by fellow soldier Kez, we discuss everything BCAA and get a little bit closer to the rise of the BCAA drink such as the popular beverage Noco. So it's normally a punching bag industry, uh, but this week we actually have some strong study-backed evidence that's actually in favour of the branch chain amino acid supplement. So it's certainly an interesting topic of discussion. So let's get into it. Hello boys, how are we doing? Welcome back. Yeah mate, back in the game. Hello, hello, hello. How yeah. you doing, mate? Yeah, very well. Yourself? You good? I'm fantastic. Everyone had a good week so far? Yeah, I'm I'm currently away from home at the moment. I'm spending the week up north in Yorkshire. Um, Did you leave the cat down south? Well, well this is the Finn bill. Um, you know, after what happened last week, you know, me and the cat kind of sat down and between us we discussed and thought it would be better if we had a break from each other. So I'm here. I'm up north in Yorkshire until Finn's kind of settled down. And, you know, I'm hoping the break does us good because, you know, absence does make the heart grow fonder, doesn't it? And I'm Who's hope- watching the house, Tom? Who's watching the well, house with Ralphie? Well, the cat's watching the house. And do you know who's watching the house with the cat inside it? Think. Guess. Oh, Who- it's not the birds, is it? It's the birds, mate. Oh, for fuck's sake. And that's another reason why I've had to kind of come up here as well because I do have to, I have to kind of lay low for a little while. Because of the birds. Well, not because of the birds. It could be to do with the birds. It could be intrinsically linked. But I was doing some thinking over the weekend and something occurred to me. Right, Bill, I'm going to ask you something. Birmingham. How many people? Birmingham. From, yeah, Birmingham. Yeah, how, many, how many people from Birmingham do you know? Brummies. They're called Brummies. How many people yeah, from but, Birmingham uh, do you know? Personally, know how many do you personally know? I don't think I know any personally. No, I wouldn't say right. I personally know. Okay, anyone. okay. Have you ever been to Birmingham? No. What does that tell you? Birmingham, Birmingham what does that doesn't, tell me? Birmingham doesn't exist. Birmingham doesn't exist. Birmingham doesn't exist. It's not a real place. You got, you got any studies for this, Tom, or is it? Well, consider it. Consider it. You don't know anyone from Birmingham. You've never been to Birmingham. It doesn't exist. But why are we told it exists? And this is where the conspiracy kind of congregates into one big mess because you get something. I think they're called uh, taxation wormholes. And what it is, is if the government needs to suddenly divert government funds or money towards something in particular, like, you know, the heroin trade in Afghanistan or some other black ops or clandestine operations, they need to find money, didn't they? So what they'll suddenly do is they'll make a big press conference and say, we need to donate £1 million to fix the infrastructure, like the roads, in Birmingham. So we're going to give one million to Birmingham, but it's not because Birmingham doesn't exist. So that one million goes to clandestine operations. Birmingham doesn't exist. I've never actually been to Scotland and um, I don't know any proper Scottish people. I know people that say they're half Scottish, but that doesn't mean you're really Scottish. Have you ever been to Scotland, uh, Andy? I'm fucking lost. I don't know where we've gone (laughs) there. Bill, you you said you've been to Scotland before. Yeah, I was posting. I was posting. Yeah, you're 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 fucking in on it, ain't you? That's why. I've I've never gone in on it. You're on the payroll. I work for the government. I've never been to Birmingham, but I've been to Birmingham. Okay, I've been been to Birmingham. Well, you're in on it as well, Andy. With a G, yeah. You're on the payroll. Well, technically, we all work for the government, so who who knows what who knows what's going on? Oh, that's a good point, actually. A good point, isn't it? You can't trust anyone in this chat. So I'm on the payroll without knowing. You're on the payroll. Fucking hell. So am I real? I don't know. Jesus I Christ. I genuinely think 
we need help. I think we do. Yeah, this is. Gonna, and I, yeah. I, I'm blaming Tom to be honest because I sit, <laughs> I sit under my bed now at night times because I feel like people are watching me because of him. Well, not people, the birds. But Tom, do you know what is real, mate? Go for it. So it's our brand new website, mate. Chatshitgetfit.com. Oh, brand, wow. brand new website. So, so if you are listening, if you are listening to this, you, you've got no fear of birds watching you on this website. So head over to it. Chatshitgetfit.com. I am going to go and have a look at it right this second. Look at look at those oh look at those graphics. Oh, it's asked me to sign up for a newsletter. I'm going to do that because I care. I care about knowing the truth. I care about knowing about the birds, and I care about knowing about sports science. So I'm going to sign up to that right now, and I think everyone else should. Because if you don't, you are a puppet of the state. A puppet of the state. Right. No. <laughs> no more. No more decaf, mate. No more decaf. No more. Yeah, decaf. You need caffeine, you mate. Fuck me. I need less caffeine. I think. Uh, lads, this week, what we talk about? We're talking about. BCAAs, which is uh, branch chain amino acids. Okay, so speaking of that, oh yeah, here we go. We're cracking open the knocko, lads. That was a We're 10 out of 10 sound effect. Wow. 10 out of 10 sound effect. That sounded really, really good. Yes, yeah, so we'll talk about that, and we'll also talk about the drinks, because as, as I've just shown to the camera, which you can't see, I'm drinking a knocko, which is a caffeinated, uh, carbonated, sugar-free beverage, which has amino acids in them. So we're going to talk about that as well, because it's massive in the CrossFit community. Yeah. Uh, so again, Noco, if you'd like to sponsor us, and we will quite gladly drink Noco on every podcast every week fucking, for two quid a fucking can, <laughs> mate. I hope they do sponsor us. I can't afford it. I know. <laughs> put me into the fucking pits, mate. I ain't got any money left. It's Noco or crack, and they're up there. Yeah, isn't no, they? it's one of the two. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't do both. I mean, technically, both will help with performance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong there. Oh. But right. Anyway, um, <laughs> lads, do, do you do you take? Do any of you actually take the? Amino acid, a branch chain amino acid supplement as an actual supplement. So like the powder form or pills, whatever. Uh, I I used to when I was like a kid. Do you know when you first start yeah, getting okay, into yeah. the gym yeah, and you see normal, them fucking yeah. big hench dudes like, yeah, just pour it into your mouth. Yeah, it's very much that. But when I realised that you can you can you can get it with a half decent diet or like a half yeah, yeah. fucking half half good food, you're pretty much squared. Yeah, I don't. Tom, do you take do you take it? Um, exactly the same crowd as Andy there. Um, I used to take it when I was a normie. Uh, when I say normie, I mean someone that's completely new to the world of exercise and resistance training in particular. But yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, oh, it's clearing my throat. I um, I used to take them because I used to think that they were, you know, the ultimate anabolic tool because I was told they were. But as you know, our listeners are about to find out, it's a, not quite the truth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I asked, I did another Instagram poll. I'm really getting into these Instagram polls now, getting uh, what the listeners are kind of thinking. And oh, I asked, yeah. one first Democracy question was, great. do you take a BCAA supplement? Uh, this question came in at 74% do not and 26% do. And then I asked, do you drink uh, Noco or something similar? The reason, I, the reason I use Noco is because a lot of my uh, followers on Instagram are into that CrossFit, so they've probably been exposed to the drink Noco, so I thought they may take it. And that was 78% of them don't drink it and 22% do drink it. So it's overwhelmingly, people aren't really into this supplement from my little poll anyway. But it is a massive supplement and it is, it is out there. So One of the possible reasons I'd say a lot of people say no on that poll is simply because over the years, and I have been a part of this, over the years, BCAAs have been an absolute punching bag for when any for whenever yeah, there's discussion yeah. about supplements. And I, you know, I've got a post on my Instagram about BCAAs where I'm doing nothing but knock the shit out of them. However, as this podcast goes on, you're about to see that there's, you know, there's a bit more nuance to the context out there in regards to who BCAAs might be good for. And I think CrossFitters might be 
you know, pleasantly surprised. But we'll we'll save that. I don't want to spoil things. <laughs> so I'll quickly mention what it is then. So these this supplement, it basically, it's a group of three essential amino acids. You've got uh, leucine, isoleucine, and valine. Basically, the most important one there is, is your leucine. Yeah. That's the one that kind of promotes protein synthesis. So, and you need a certain dose for that. So, for example, if you were to buy it in the powder form to get sort of the, the amount to actually promote that promote protein synthesis, you're going to need about 10 grams. Um, yeah. And would you, you normally buy, what, is it 250 gram bags, 500 gram bags? I don't know. How much do they cost? It's not too, it's about 10, isn't it, for about, about 40, 250 I think my protein today is for about 14 quid at the moment. Yeah, about yeah. 14 99 or something yeah. like that. But you can get them in... You can get them in pill form as well, tablet form. And because yeah, that's not worth it. That's, that's nah, expensive, that. Not, do you know when I used to take them, I used to take it in the pill form. And not just talk about the cost, but the dosage as well. Because you, you look at... Yeah, eight tablets. <laughs> yeah, I swear. It's like horse pills. It is massive. The tablets were absolutely massive. Yeah, you actually do need quite a lot. You, you do need quite a bit of... Um, yeah. Hang on. I've actually got the exact number here of the actual protein. 2.5 grams is needed to maximize protein synthesis of the leucine, of leucine. So leucine alone. 10 grams. So you need to look at the ratio as well because you want the ratio of your supplement to be in favor of leucine. Yeah. You want more of that. To, otherwise, could, you're not going to get protein. Um, usually the most the most popular BCAA is when it's a ratio of 2, 1, 1. And that's, yeah, that's probably, well if you do take BCAAs, you might see that on the front of your package. You might say BCAA or essential BCAA 2.1.1. And what that basically means is that you're getting two of leucine, one of isoleucine, and one of, is it valine or valon? I can never pronounce stuff. Oh, it's, 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 yeah, I don't, it doesn't really matter, does it? It's, it, it's, it yeah. It, it depends what region you're from, yeah. They actually say it, it probably it actually would be better just to take just take leucine as its raw form, but apparently it tastes fucking horrendous. Yeah, I can attest to that. It, it tastes well, absolutely. It, it tastes like dog's asshole, and from someone that's got experience on that, I can tell you that is exactly the truth. <laughs> <laughs> moving, moving on. Yeah, moving on very quickly, Bill. We'll, we'll get into it then. So we've kind of given you a, a little input what it actually is. So it will it, it's supposed to help with muscle growth, which is no you can't deny that it will if you take it, it. It can help with muscle with muscle growth. But should you take it? Should we should we be taking it, Tom? Of whatever what evidence have you got, mate? I mean, look, this is where this is where BCAs became a punching bag over the past years. You know, it's become a bit of a meme now in regards to BCA. Yeah, you, you hear people say things like BCAs do absolutely nothing. Or they're absolutely, it's just like expensive piss water. And it, de- it depends. It does depend. Like, look, there is evidence out there that BCAAs might help with muscle growth or it might it might actually mitigate um, muscle breakdown if you're resistance training whilst in a deficit. But those that evidence is a bit shit because here's the thing. You also get amino acids in protein. That is essentially what protein is. In these studies where it's shown a benefit by taking BCAAs, the subjects are actually heavily underdosed in the protein they're taking. So it's like, well, yeah, by taking BCAAs, there's going to be somewhat of an improvement or it might mitigate the damage you're doing. But here's the thing. If you're equating that to someone that is taking full protein for their particular requirements, then evidence shows that actually BCAAs don't make a difference in regards to muscle growth. Or even if you're dieting, don't get me wrong, you are going to lose some muscle as you're dieting. It's, it's one of those things. Shit, but it happens. Well, I, so I had, a, I had a conversation with a guy on Instagram about this. Um, and he said he used it and he found it really helpful when he was losing weight, when he was in quite a big deficit. What mm. What's your opinion on that? Because if you're in a deficit, obviously these aren't, they're not packed with calories, are these tablets, but then they I mean, will give you... First of all, that's a subject of one. So, sorry, that's, that's a sample group of one person. And here's the thing, anecdotal evidence 
is the lowest form of evidence. Yeah, there's exactly. Yeah. So many. There's so many different factors at play. So many different factors at yeah. play. Also, what about fa- fasting as well? Fasting, next one. Do you know what? That is another interesting one, actually, because a lot of people were promoting BCAAs in regards to fasted training. It was under the whole point of, oh, yeah, muscle muscle damage occurs as you, if you're training whilst fasted. But actually, here's the thing. As long as you're getting your total protein intake in the day, despite the time, it is going to mitigate muscle breakdown. There was actually a really interesting study uh, where, let me try and find it. It's where they had Muslim bodybuilders join a fast, so join Ramadan. So here's the thing. This is a really good study because it's quite specific, isn't it? We've got bodybuilders training during a fast, and it's a strict fast as well because it's for religious requirements. It's for Ramadan. And let me just find you what the conclusion was. Continuance of hypertrophic training through Ramadan had no effect on body mass and body composition of bodybuilders but a state of dehydration and reduced renal function were apparent. So the whole dehydration and renal function is quite irrelevant to what we're talking about. But in regards to body mass and body composition, meaning muscle and fat, it actually showed that training whilst in a fasted state, it was kind of irrelevant. It Because they were still getting the total amount of protein and calories yeah. they needed during their eating periods. Is that what, is that yeah, what saying, was it? Yeah, particularly. I don't, I'm not 100% sure on like the time frame of when... Uh, a, a muscle can break down yeah and like when it is to complete failure so when you're talking about fasting it's never really for weeks for yeah. days it'll be for hours you might not eat a breakfast mm. and you'll hit a yeah. training so it's, it, i don't feel that it's going to do a, a bad effect or fucking some real damage for that to even matter I, yeah uh, for me it's a case of so i did quite well i didn't do it fasting as like a, a normal thing but yeah when i get up quite early I would train and it'd sort of set on my stomach where I wouldn't need to eat as much. Yeah. So I weren't eating till like 11, 12 o'clock. I mean, that's quite an important comment to make, actually, because obviously it does depend on the context of what we mean by what is the criteria for fasting. Because I could say I'm, I'm fasting for six hours. But that might be different to someone that's fasting like a nutcase for a week, <laughs> like David Blaine, <laughs> you know. But like, um, no, that, that was a concern of mine. So when I did dig into this study a bit more, the, they were fasting for... 16 hours yeah so that's, that's, well, you, yeah well you look at it most people and you speak speak to most fucking seasoned crossfit athletes they'll be going to bed at nine or going to bed at like half eight nine o'clock they're not getting up till eight o'clock yeah that's a good sort of fucking do you know what i mean that's still like 12 solid hours of fucking sleeping that these guys are doing yeah or fasting yeah I've fa- you- and, and that's and that's fasting yeah because you will wake up in a fasted state you will wake up in a fasted state but I mean, uh, another thing about this study was, here's the thing, when we talk about bodybuilders, if you're kind of like me, I start to think, okay, bodybuilding, it's in, it's usually linked to steroids. So I did think to myself, okay, is steroids playing a factor in this? And it did say that uh, they had to sign a form that said that they had no current or past history of steroids, and this was self-reported. So they were self-reporting. Right, so you can't be, you can't be, no one's going to be. Yeah, so people can answer, lie. Yeah. However, further on in study, these subjects did say that they, they weren't participating in national or international bodybuilding competitions. Okay, yeah. As, uh, I want to say as we know, but I'm not going to say because that sounds like I'm uh, sipping on the old Capri Sun, but it's, you know, steroids is a bloody expensive hobby for anyone that is outside of the bodybuilding community. If then, if they're not, pro bodybuilders and they're just recreational lifters i would give them the benefit of the doubt and say it's probably they yeah, probably are why would they why would they be spending all that money for a bit of a yeah, hobby you know yeah it makes sense does it 
we're, we're not all that functionally financially uh stable yeah <laughs> yeah kind of what i found i spoke to a few people as well and essentially what what i've found as a general consensus if you're getting enough protein from your food from your, your whey protein shakes whatever sort of supplements you're taking like protein wise anyway and it's sufficient for your activity level you shouldn't need to take these uh bcas and that's that's what i've got the general consensus yeah yeah, yeah i think yeah i think is that, right is that what that. you guys have seen yeah, yeah. um i had an, an, an analogy spoken to me about so if you imagine that you've got sort of a pot and you look at your protein by the end of the day you f- you you fill it up and then every the exercise you're taking a bit out and then you eat you're filling it back up and it's that same process you know you're, you're training so you're taking it out you fill it back up with your food and all that so you're getting all your good stuff in uh what i had some guys saying is well if you're if you're not on the ball with like your training stuff like that you could take it not fill it quite back up and then you take it again and you're not filling it up fully. So you're always kind of in a little bit of a deficit. And what he says he takes it for in a cycle sometimes, because he doesn't take it all the time. But before he trains, well before he trains, he'll top his top his pot up, you know? So he's got it in his oh, system. He's being, he's being a bit extra there, like maybe unnecessarily extra. Well, 100%. But what he says, it, it works for him. And I think yeah, that's where it comes down. I think this is all... The, all BCAs, I think that's where it comes down to. If it works for you, maybe it doesn't work for you in a performance level, but it might work head-wise. Yeah, but that's you... what I'm saying. Yeah, it's placebo. Like Thomas said, yeah. anecdotically, it's kind of like, you're, it's an individual anecdote. They're saying, oh, 100%. Works, it works for me. There's no there's no evidence or study for that. They're just saying it works for them because they when feel it, like it does. What we've got to be careful of as well is we get something called buyer's bias. And what that means is if you're, if you're actually spending money and quite a fair amount of money on something in particular... Yep, Bill, showing off your knocko there. <laughs> Which you know, you hashtag hope... knocko for life. <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting those uh, those free knockos soon. Best do. I can hope so. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> this, this would actually be the first podcast where we say something positive about anything. Um, I'd just like, to, just like to add as well, if um, Zach George drinks them uh, and he's like the UK's fittest man, I'm game. The fin- the thing is, if if Noco are actually listening to this at this time, we're only like what less than twenty minutes in, and already they're probably sweating, thinking, "Oh shit, where is this going?" They've here they, it comes. <laughs> yeah, they might have done their previous homework and you know listened to our episodes on the Novo Gym, etc., on things like you know Skinny Jab, all the oh, other guys, ones, ruthless. Yeah, and they're thinking, "Oh shit, it's going to happen any minute now." It's almost like they're on death row. All I'm going to say is just just chill out calm down and just wait and see what we say towards the end. You know, you might be pleasantly surprised. We might go against the grain here on BCAAs. But yeah, in regards to <laughs> in regards to BCAAs, so yeah, mate, um, just want to quickly say, with uh, buyer's bias, if you're spending a certain amount of money on something, you want it to work. And that's where the placebo effect also comes into it. Well, that's that's marketing, isn't it? We were just talking about yeah. and Andy spoke numerous times about marketing. I thought like Knocko oh, yeah. basically bent me over and said, "Take this and you'll be fucking uber fit." And I've I've completely sucked it in. I've you know I'm I'm loving it. I, I think it's great. Oh yeah. Then that's just my, I'm sucking in with a shiny can. I mean, the great taste. Listen, BCA. One thing I give BCAs is they're very good on the marketing side of things. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Um, BCAs used to be predominantly popular amongst like the the like the gym normies and the bodybuilding the bodybuilding community like it was it was massive as i said it's become a bit of a punching bag over the years but yeah it's big amongst the body bodybuilding community and you'd see people with like protein shakers and you'd see them sipping on this like fluorescent green juice you know purple blue all these sexy colors and i that you tend to get flavors as well that are quite outside the scope of what you'd get with protein shakes so you'd get these like really cool flavors like blue rags blueberry marshmallow yeah 
blue raspberry, uh, electric green, fucking citrulline, lime juice, all these mad Electric flavors. lime. Yeah, electric lime. <laughs> it's sexy, don't it? Electric lime. Fuck, I can actually, I can actually, yeah. I can actually taste it just by saying it. Do you know what I mean? It's <laughs> the marketing is brilliant, and usually the graphics are brilliant as well on it as well. Uh, there's actually one on Facebook. I can't remember their name, um, but they've actually got a, it's it's a a woman holding like an ice lolly, and she's licking this ice lolly, and it's like oh, uh, Zoom lollipop flavor or whatever. And you're thinking, yeah, that is marketing just down to a T, isn't it? Make anything sexy, fucking exercise people are idiots. Oh, will buy God, it. Yeah. But I mean, um, BCAAs over the year have kind of, the the bodybuilding community in particular does seem to have uh, fallen out of love with BCAAs. And it's probably for the reasons mentioned that as evidence has come to pass, it shows that if you're consuming enough protein, which to be fair, if you are a bodybuilder, you should be doing anyway, amongst other <coughs> supplements, you know, it's one of those things where BCAAs are just a waste, unless you're actually shilling for them. <laughs> Yeah. See, everything everything I've read so far is it always starts with a BCAs may reduce fatigue during exercise. BCAs may reduce muscle soreness. May Uh, increase muscle mass. May lower blood level sugars. Everything starts with a this is this every single thing no one has said it will definitely do this it will definitely do that and then it comes back to the case of if 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 i was a company that was selling bcaas okay i know i could get my research whatever i wanted paid by whoever backed by whoever why didn't i just do it you know and there's (laughs) loads of controversial shit out there so it's very hard now where We've actually found some counter studies here. I think Tom's going to go into it. But we've kind of found something to support. I, just what and just what Andy was saying about getting backed by studies and stuff. There was actually a bit of a popular case of this. And uh, oh, I don't know. Should I mention names here? Should yeah, I mention fuck names? It, do it. We're nobodies. Yeah. Go for it. Bill, safety's off. Safety's off, mate. Let's fucking do it. So yeah, there was a notorious BCAA company uh, called Starvation. And it was uh, it was run by a guy called Jim Stapons. Yes, fucking Andy knows that. I'm getting I'm well excited here. Ran, I'm ran, reading this now. <laughs> it was it was ran by a guy called Jim Stapani, and uh, he was he was linking this study, and I say study very loosely. He was linking this study uh, to show out the benefits of um, you know the, the benefits of BCAAs, uh, you know how fucking insanely anabolic they were during intra-workout and post-workout etc etc basically it was almost selling them as if bcas were a bloody steroid but here's the thing you when you look at well who's actually doing the study you realize that the study wasn't actually properly published and the study is actually got a juice plus then yeah the study's actually done by salvation he's a very young company didn't they didn't take it as actual scientific like they didn't accept it as a scientific fact or whatever so they just fucking refused it basically didn't they yeah, but I didn't stop him from publishing it on his own website. <laughs> God, that is just absolutely insane. You can't make it up. Well, actually, no, you can make you can because well, that is the supplement can. industry. This is fucking exactly. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of studies, though, Tom, we had a little chat before we uh, went live, and you said you've actually found some studies because apparently there's there's evidence to suggest that it may aid with rec- recovery and with DOMS. And we said that it may, but then apparently you found yeah. something that supports um, so. This is where things kind of get flipped on its head because, as I said, like the the bodybuilding community has kind of fallen out of love with BCAAs, and they have been a punching bag over the year. And I've thrown a couple of punches at uh, BCAAs as well. But so far, we've been talking about in regards to muscle growth, yeah, 
hypertrophy or muscle protein synthesis. And we've just been coming, can we just conclude that what the evidence shows is that if you're consuming enough adequate protein, whether it be through real food, I hate saying that term, real food, like, well, traditional food, like chicken, etc. Whole, whole yeah, food. Whole food, whole food. And then shakes. Or protein shakes, then taking BCAAs is like you're, you're in the shower whilst pouring a cup of water over your head. There's yeah. no need to, yeah. you're just oversaturating it. But yeah. here's the thing. So I like to talk a lot about tunnel vision, where if you're focusing just on one thing, you can sometimes miss what's in your peripheral vision. So when I think of BCAAs, I'm so focused on, sorry, I used to be so focused on muscle protein synthesis and how it's pretty, you know, shit at that. But here's the thing, there's evidence to show that if I look slightly towards, away from the tunnel and into my peripheral vision, there's actually a fair bit of evidence to point that, you know, BCAAs might, and I'm going to say might, not definitely, but BCAAs might help mitigate DOMS and aid recovery. And this is a big deal because not a lot of people are actually, not a lot of people are kind of helping to push this narrative because BCAAs are still the the bullied ginger child in the schoolyard. Do you know what I mean? People are still throwing punches at BCAAs in regards to muscle protein synthesis, but we've now got evidence to show that actually they might help mitigate DOMS and aid in recovery. And in that sense, I can now see why BCAAs are becoming more prevalent in the CrossFit community rather than the, it's, it's fucked off away from the bodybuilding community. And it's gone to like the high performance athletes now, if that kind of makes sense, because those are the guys that are going to, you know, they're going to need that acute recovery. They're going to need to recover as quick as possible. I'm not saying that resistance, you know, people that train resistance aren't going to need recovery and don't suffer from DOMS. That would be just stupid me saying that. But the people that are like, they're inherently doing high intensity work. Here's the thing. So... Bill, all throughout this week, we was actually quite excited about this, wasn't we? We were sharing these studies back and forth. Today, here's the thing: I was gonna, I was actually gonna mention those studies, but I don't need to because those were just two singular studies. And instead, today, I found a fucking whopping meta-analysis consisting of forty-two articles. Effect of branched-chain amino acid supplementation on muscle soreness following exercise. A meta-analysis by, and I'm gonna bastardize her name or his name. Federer et al. 2019. And what did we conclude? It would help if I could actually find a conclusion. So, <clears throat> the cumulative results of 37 effects gathered from eight studies published between 2007 and 2017 indicated that BCAA supplementation reduced DOMS following exercise training. And this is important. So listen to these key words. A large decrease in DOMS occurs following BCA supplementation after exercise compared to a placebo supplement. There you go. What do you think of that? And that's uh, just for anyone that doesn't understand, it made, here's the thing when we talk about studies, it's usually you get single studies, but then you get something called a meta analysis. And what that does is that is a meta analysis is where you, you get several different studies that are focused on the same thing. And you pile it all together to come to a better conclusion. So you're not just you know you're not just focusing on one egg. You're focusing on a whole basket full of eggs and find out a conclusion from that. So that means we've now got 42 articles rather than one or two. 42 articles that are suggesting the same thing here. That is, you can have a large decrease in DOMS by consuming BCAAs. And the fact what, that they their, um, does it say their protein intake? Well, ah, well this is the other thing, isn't it? I can't see any real mention of their protein intakes in this. 
And that is why I'm going to conclude with BCAAs might be useful. Once again, I'm going to say might be useful, not definitely. They might be useful if your goal is to help mitigate DOMS or aid in recovery. But I think more research is needed. In particular, I think more research is needed in regards to the subjects consuming adequate protein. Yeah, I think I think that's really important to mention there. Is we more more research is needed, really, isn't it? But that, that's that's a pretty good um, bit of a st- study study work there, Tom. Funny, I mean, really. I mean, funny enough, on the meta analysis was that recent as well? Was it was it twenty nineteen? You said yeah. So this made to so the studies were between two thousand and seven and twenty seventeen. So that's when all of these studies were kind of done sporadically in between. But this meta analysis was done in twenty nineteen. So we are fucking forefront bringing you the latest in evidence. There you go. Are we sponsored by Nuco yet? Are we sponsored by Nuco? We're about to move on to Nuco. Ah. Funny you mentioned them. So basically, what you said, it's obviously it's gone. It's gone away from bodybuilding. It's gone more into the CrossFit community, and that's where I've seen a rise of these amino acid drinks. So you get these sort of carbonated drinks with nice Gucci marketing behind them. They're normally caffeinated. They've uh, normally got all the vitamins you'd expect to find in a normal pre-workout. Uh, but these have all got amino acids in. That's kind of the new thing. They're all a lot of them now pumping it. In. So you, you can obviously get like a can of Monster, which is packed full of caffeine and vitamins. But now you've got these new ones, which are putting in the amino acids. So we'll start with Noco then. Um, as I said on my Instagram poll, the majority of people don't drink Noco. It's probably because it is quite expensive. But then we'll talk about if it's that's worth a, it. Worth that's it about not. to shoot up now, though, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I forgot to mention at the start. Actually, the reason we're kind of talk about this is because we got a guy, um, friend of the show, a guy called Kez. He he was kind of interested in in Noco in particular. He was like, I was kind of looking at him for a while, and he was like, Oh, I don't know if to take him or not, you know. And I said, Right, well, we'll do an episode on it. We'll do an episode about Noco, but we'll talk about BCAAs as a whole instead of just just a drink, because obviously that'd be pretty boring just talking about the drink. So he wanted to know if they're worth it or not. So Noco, it's a, as I said, it's carbonated, caffeinated drink, sugar free. Um, it costs about two pound a can. Uh, it's uh, quite, quite expensive. One fifty-five at Asda at the moment. Oh, if you're lucky, yeah. Well, oh. if you, yeah, if you get an offer. <laughs> but no, on, normally, the RRP is two pound a can. But you will find me fighting you for every can when it's that price. <laughs> it's got 180 milligrams of caffeine, which is it's quite. That's a lot of caffeine. Um, that this now this is important. The ratio we spoke. Of, this has actually got a four four one one ratio of branch chain amino acids, but it's three grams. Of amino acids and it's that it works out at two grams of leucine now i don't want to slag knocko off because we're hoping for sponsorship yeah but but no on a serious note the reason they say it's got two grams of leucine in okay and what i said earlier was you need 2.5 grams to maximize protosynthesis so that that could be taken as is this really as effective as an amino acid supplement if you were buying then, it just for that reason but then if you're looking at it as a top-up it's, it's a top up. Yeah, I get, yeah. I get what you mean. But then you, but if you're going to spend two pound on a can, you kind of want to maximise the the results of that. Maybe the if you put two point five in it, it tastes like shit. Maybe that's maybe, why they didn't uh, do it. Maybe I'm trying to defend maybe. them now. But, Sponsor me. Hashtag. But then what I what I was going to come on to is so it's two pound a can. We've actually got cheaper alternatives to this. So for example, my protein do a, a it's exactly the same. Literally, it's got the same caffeine in, the same vitamins and stuff in there as well. Um, and it's, it works out one pound forty a can. But they have five grams of amino acids in them and they have 3.3 grams of leucine in them. Uh, we've then got the rain drink which is another one it's quite a new one i've seen advertised quite a bit now this one's two pound a can as well but this comes in a larger quantity so knocko is about 330 mil rain is five um 500 mil the same that's, price that's a big that's a big can but th- this is this is the mental one this one it's definitely more of a caffeinated drink because it's only got a gram of 
amino acids in, so I don't see the point of that having a gram. It just seems uh, it's like maybe it's, be, it's maybe to have being able to have the the BCAs yeah, have that title to exactly. be able to stuck on the side yeah. and yeah, yeah, mark I, it in again. But it it's got a fucking whopping three hundred milligrams of caffeine in. So Knocko's got down. I'm, I'm buying and, a range um, of these. This range, this Ranger Inc. has got three hundred fucking milligrams of caffeine in. So it's gonna blow you. It's gonna blow your socks off that. Um, and then we'll, we'll do a little mention as well for Monster. We've got Monster as well. We'll put that on the list. Monster's about a quid a can, so it's cheaper than all of them. But it's got no amino acids. Um, it's got 160 milligrams of caffeine, and it's got all the vitamins as well, like the other ones. But that's kind of sorry, lads. I I cut out there, but I I, I had to get down to Asda. <laughs> I I see. I knew Andy would be busy on the podcast, so I had to get down to Azza to get my knockouts. Get your knockout. <laughs> yeah, mate. And we're gonna take this uh, intravenously. So I've just been through. I've just been through all the drinks there. Um, we'll, we'll talk about knockout in particular. It's the most expensive one out there um, in terms of that. But then I think. I mean, is it the marketing or is, is there some sort of value behind it? What, but then again, your, did you did it sh- did it say on these other drinks how much sugar? How much? How much sweet? They're all sugar free. They're all sugar. Oh, are they? Yeah. Okay, that's not too bad. That's not too bad then. Ah, actually, do you know what? Going back to the whole fasted thing very quickly as well is a. Uh, here's the thing: people don't realise that BCAAs, obviously, knocko, it's gonna because it's a drink, it's gonna tell you the calorie content. But BCAAs in general, even though they don't tell you the nutritional in. content, they do have calories in them. So. You, are you technically training fasted? Okay, it takes a certain amount of uh, you know BCAAs to cause an ins- insulogenic release, but mm, it depends on how much you're taking. Because if you take too much BCAA, I say too much, if you take a certain amount of BCAAs, then obviously that is going to take you out of a fasted state, so you've got to be aware of that as well. But yeah, to quickly go back in time there. See, I, I drink I drink Nocos, um, and I think... It wasn't about the BCAAs. That was a bonus. Uh, I was fucking mad like you, like you, Bill, in the CrossFit fucking community. They're drinking it. I'm drinking it. I'm down. It looks cool. And I still do now. I like the taste of them. I like the way they are. I like the amount of caffeine they give. I mean, I take half a drink before I train, and then I finish the ha- um, the other half off after I train normally. But if you're if you're looking for the next step, I don't, um, I don't think that BCAAs are the way forward. I don't think you should be looking at a supplement straight away like oh what's what's my next step what do i need to do you know yeah i not- don't know because i kind of feel like these drinks as well it's it's a tricky one because they are quite expensive i mean it's two pound a can for a can of knocko and it's kind of like well if the bcas aren't really doing as much as as, as we're saying it's kind of basically an energy drink for two pound yeah and you yeah. And as i said you can get a can of monster for a quid and that's basically the same, nearly pretty much just under the amount of caffeine that Knocko has. Marketing has played a massive part in this in the day. And as you were saying earlier, the thing about CrossFit is it's... CrossFit is inherently linked to marketing at yeah, the end of the day. Yeah, it's a very... Even when you look at... It's a sexy yeah, even sport. When yeah, even like the CrossFit Games, um, RIP, you know, the CrossFit Games, when you look at that, it's it's almost like you're watching Formula One a lot of the time, isn't it? There are just brands plastered everywhere. Yeah. Um, as, I, as I said, in regards to the gym community, BCAA drinks in powdered form can look quite sexy. But now that they're in can form, those can look quite it's sexy. Convenience as well. well. If you look at things, yeah. I mean, look at this fucking can uh, there. Muscle mousse. Lovely, isn't it? Yes, yeah, it's attractive, isn't Le- it? Lemon dissolve as well. So it's a summer edition on it. So when it's been sunny outside, I'm sipping this thinking, oh, I'm living the dream here. I'm in, oh, I'm in Miami throwing down. That's what I'm thinking when I'm drinking that. 
You you are on the beach doing emoms. Well, exactly, mate. Well, this is this is it's, it's exactly the same. Fit Aid, they have the exact same thing as well. Fit Aid, yeah. I'm surprised I didn't even mention Fit Aid. Actually, Fit Aid's another one, isn't it? That's, that's, yeah. that's another. What the fuck so is Fit Aid? Another exactly the same. Exactly. exactly Doesn't it cost all... more though? Isn't yeah, it more expensive? It's, it's fucking well expensive. It's well. It... There's another one called Muscle Moose, and those tend to come oh, in like yeah, those yeah. Uh, like monster-sized cans, and they the things they generally taste nice as well. Thing is. I had a bad experience with Muscle Moose. I was sat in a PTI office and fucking some douchebag of a sergeant in his PTI rig. Wasn't PT core, just he'd he'd redone his course before promoting, cut into the gym, and he was fat fucking piece of shit. And he was just like, does anybody want to buy these fucking gainer stuff and trying to sell us like the old chocolate spread Muscle Moose? Oh, fuck off. Yeah. And there were fucking, there were sappers like, I want all of it. Like, proper like, and he was just fucking, (laughs) yeah, take this, you'll get massive. And I was just like, all right, you're a fucking cock. Do you want to know something, Andy? I do want to quickly say something, actually. The Muscle Moose drinks taste okay, but anything else by Muscle Moose tastes like absolute fucking AIDS. I've had, uh, if you're going to B&M, B&M t- tends to sell a lot of uh, muscle moose stuff. They do mug protein mug cakes, protein pancakes. Uh, in fact, one of my creations actually f- featured on Muscle Moose's Instagram page donkeys ago. And uh, it, yeah, but even though I got a couple of followers out of that, it, 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 it did taste like shit. <laughs> It did taste well, like. Of, shit. I think taste is a big one, isn't it, for some of these drinks as well? If it yeah. tastes like yeah. shit, regardless of the price, you're not going to do ah. it, are you? And if it knocko does, do you want to know something? Here's another little nuance here as well, and I'm talking personally, but for people that do need to get some kind of amino acid intake, because even people, you get some people that like to, for whatever reason, they like to get protein in intra workout. What I mean by intra workout is whilst they're working oh, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. For people like me, I find it very hard to stomach protein shakes. So not just I, I would never dream of having a protein shake during a set or during exercise because it would make me throw up. Even after exercise, I actually struggle to consume protein, at least in shake form. Whereas in like a juice form, even though it's nowhere near as effective as just whey protein, which will contain all the essential you know, amino acids, I believe. Um, it's one of those things where it's a lot easier to sip on juice, isn't it? And as CrossFitters as well, maybe I don't. Here's the thing: I don't want to. I don't want to put a claim on this because i'm not a crossfit i don't know but considering the amount of high intensity exercise you guys do i couldn't imagine slogging nah, a shake I, they wouldn't even they wouldn't I don't even, they, I don't even I, drink knocko during a workout nah they wouldn't i you'd, you'd never see it i don't think if there's a i doing fucking burpee burpee box over jumps and shit like that oh no you're quick, right quick oh. one minute rest <laughs> nah just wouldn't go down right you know what i mean it'd be, it'd be fucking mental but for those people that do like to train fast and do fancy you know, having some form of amino acid. Not not that I'd bother with it personally from the evidence I've seen, but for those people, I can kind of understand. I mean, it might be like contradictory to be having amino acids during a fast, but, you know, at least there's a lesser chance of you spewing your guts up everywhere. Tom, from a non-CrossFit perspective then, would you would you say Noco is worth the price tag for what it, for what it essentially is? For a, It's basically a caffeinated, uh, sugar-free drink with some amino acid for £2 a can. Would you say that's worth it? Well, I... Uh, I, I tell you what, how about if I withhold my answer until next week because it's going to depend on whether we get a sponsorship or not. <laughs> I'll definitely tag, <laughs> no, it, tag um, them in there. So, so, sorry, mate, repeat those prices to me again. Right, so I'll quickly, because you got cut out, didn't you? It's quite early. It's basically, I'll quickly run through, smash through. So you've got £2 a can for Noco. It's got 3 grams of um, BCAs in them, 180 milligrams of caffeine, yeah? You've then got my proteins offering. One sorry, pound. how much caffeine? 180. 180. Um, yeah, then you've got my protein. Yeah. They've got one. £1.40 a can that has 5 grams of BCAAs and it's got 180 milligrams of caffeine again 
And then you've got rain, which is this is gonna you're gonna like I know you like your caffeine time. You've got the rain drink. It's two pound a can, but it's a bigger can than the other two. That's got only one. How much caffeine do you get in that? So you, you get chunks, one gram of BCAs and you get three hundred milligrams of caffeine in it. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> yeah, we go. Now we're talking. Yes, yeah, so I mean, oh. yeah, those other those those other numbers were just rookie numbers. Rookie you need to number. pump those up. You know, we're looking at the five hundred range here, boys. Five hundred milligram range. Yeah, but no, look, from the prices you've given me, I would find it very, 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 very hard to personally justify paying that amount for a drink, uh, especially when it is such a. Here's the thing. In regards to muscle protein synthesis, I fucking definitely won't be buying it. If I want to do it because it might, once again, we're going to say might help mitigate DOMS. Once again, I'm not going to be paying that amount for it. I'm sorry, well, guys. Well, I think it comes know, down to, so look at it like when people buy a can of Coke. They like the taste of it. They like having a can of Coke. It's refreshing. It's not going to yeah. give you any benefits, really, is it? Especially if you get a Diet Coke. There's nothing in it. Yeah. It's just a nice... So I look at Noco in the same way. It's I like the marketing. It excites me. I think it's a nice, it's a nice flavoured drink. It's got a bit of a caffeine kick in it. It's nice to maybe sit before a workout and then maybe have a little bit later on as well. That, that's the way I look at it. And I'm, if, I'm, if you're happy to pay £2 on something like that, that's, yeah. that's great. That's fine, yeah. If you like the taste of it, great. If you don't like the taste of it, I wouldn't drink it because you think, oh, I'll grizz out the taste because I'm going to get benefits because that's not a good idea. At the end of the day, we live in a democratic society for now. Um, but, you know, it's one of those things where if you are happy to pay money for something that you enjoy, no one can tell you otherwise. You know, it'd be like someone saying you shouldn't pay money for a certain cocktail flavour that you like simply because they don't like it. If you're paying a certain amount of money because you believe something does a specific thing, but evidence points to the contrary, I'd, I'd maybe give that a quick double think. But in regards to, you know what, I'm taking these drinks, I like them, I like the taste, pay whatever you want. It's your choice at the end of the day. Uh, yeah, so Fit Aid has uh, a thousand milligrams of creatine in. A thousand, a one gram of creatine? What's the point of that? Oh, that's, that's shit. Pointless. That's pointless. That's fucking pointless. Yeah, that's, that's just silly, isn't it? If, if if you would have said milligrams of caffeine, I would have been all over that. So is that per? Is that the whole can? One gram of creatine. Yeah, a person added one thousand milligrams of creatine to build muscle and help uh, no, body recover. That's after not the daily. Nah. The effective daily dosage is is more than a fucking. At gram. least three grams. Yeah, yeah. So that that's just another fucking buzzword they put on a can to make it worth more money, isn't it? Do you know what though? This is once again marketing. This is another thing when you get these proprietary blends, etc. Is people will just chuck in? Sorry, companies will just chuck in ingredients that will catch the eye of course 100% but here's you could get this with any supplementation you have to check the dose and this is why it's also important to educate yourself and find out what is the effective dose because if I picked up a drink and it said it's got BCAAs it's got taurine it's got all my it's got caffeine in it it's got creatine in it it's got fucking bull shark testosterone in it you know, all those names are all those names are like, oh shit, yeah, that's that sounds great. But if you look on the back of the can, it says one milligram of everything. It's it's pretty shit. It, this is why even with things like pre-workouts, you've got to check for the effective dose. And this is why you need guys. I really recommend you educate yourselves. Uh, I'm not 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 you two. I mean, like listeners, our listeners. To our listeners, I highly advise you educate yourselves on the effective doses of whatever supplements you're taking. Because one, you cannot be taking enough. Two, you might be taking too much. Or three, you just might be getting ripped off completely. Yeah, look out for those buzzers. I mean, rain is the drink I mentioned earlier. Rain. That's another example of just throwing the word on there because that's only got a gram of uh, BCAAs on there. It's got loads of caffeine in, so it's a great. It's a great to get a caffeine kick. But they've put that BCAAs on there as like a little marketing thing, as like an extra buzzword on the can. 
But it's a loophole, isn't it? Yeah. They're not exactly they're lying. Not lying. Well, no, it's got it's, not yeah, it's, it's pointless. It? It's a waste of time. It's just there for the <laughs> yeah, sake if, of being. If they had, if they had on the can, will in you know evidently af- what's the word I'm fucking looking for it. If they had word on there or marketing that specifically says this will aid in your performance, effective all they dose, say though is may. Then all they do is change that word to it may. Like Andy said earlier, that study you read it says may, 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 may. If you keep saying the word may, you're not lying because it, it may do, but then it probably won't. <laughs> yeah, it is bollocks. In regards to muscle protein synthesis, BCAAs kind of do deserve to be a punching bag, in my opinion. So just just bully them on the weekdays, is what I'm saying. But, you know, give him a bit of slack on the weekend because it also shows that taking adequate BCAAs might, might help mitigate DOMS and it might also help aid recovery. But as I said, going back to, I'm going to repeat myself, we need more more studies on this, especially in regards to subjects taking adequate protein. I think the crucial point is we need to get across to people is you need to make sure that you're taking enough protein and getting enough calories for your activity level. You need to get sufficient numbers for activity levels. So if you need to take 200 grams of protein a day for your activity level, take it. Don't start smashing amino acids. Fucking up, boys. We're back in back in recording now. Fucking, we're all, me and Tom have both been booted out today. It's not not looking good, is it? It's causing I'd me like to get into this. I am the only consistent. I'm the only consistent one in this fucking relationship here, gentlemen. I've made Bill think critically about about the actual validity of Birmingham and its existence. And now I've made him start to question this. I'll tell you what's happening: the birds are outside chewing through the Wi-Fi because they you know, know what, mate. You could be right. They know. They know that you're going to look this up afterwards and find out Birmingham isn't even real. So getting back to uh, getting back to this. Uh, like you were, you were talking about like real food uh, and like eating the right amount. Like if your pro, uh, if your target is two hundred grams of protein, make sure you're getting it. Um, when it comes to when you talk about like I know it's on another another podcast. We're doing this in the future, like uh, vegan and and whatever else or the other vegetarians shit like that. There's more than enough evidence out there now to say that there you you can get adequate protein even from like lentils, shit yeah, like yeah. that. There's there's more than enough for you to get. So. I would per- like I I love knockos. I I fucking love the sexiness of it. Do you know what I mean? I love all of that. I'm game on it. And if 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 you're doing it for that, great. But I f- I just feel that there's more. There's there's a there's a how the fuck how do I put this? It's more like we talk about sustainability. There's, there's there's a better way to do it. You know what I mean? Instead of going for the quick fix of uh oh, I'm just gonna start smashing uh BCAs. What you could actually do is go right. Let's let's look at the the ground because we always talk about nutrition as is the base of everything that we aspire to be and how best uh, how best we're going to become. Nutrition is that thing. So don't skip out on. I'm just gonna. I'm just instead of looking at my diet and going. Actually, I'm smashing four packs of Harry Boat and eating two packs of uh, cut up chicken from the from the naffy or whatever. Yeah, I'll just yeah, smash yeah. a knocko and shit like this. Don't replace it. Look at look at the foundation of what you're trying to build. That's that's what I would say personally. Yeah. In regards to like protein synthesis, I I personally for now I would conclude that. The main thing you want to concern yourself with is your overall protein intake and that you're consistently maintaining that as well. However, on the flip side, if you're looking at the whole it might mitigate DOMS, help with recovery, then I I don't see an issue with taking... BCAAs are not inherently harmful unless you just get loose in by itself, in which case it tastes like dog's arsehole. But yeah, taking BCAAs and taking knockout, etc., you know, it's not inherently harmful. It might even have a benefit, as we've already mentioned, so it's it's your choice, end day. It is your choice. You're not going to be killing yourself. If you want to by spend that money? It. Go for it. Yes, it's your money, and don't do it if you do it. You want it. Your wallet might take a hit. 
Yeah, my wallet, my wallet is getting hounded by buying Noco. So Noco, please send me some free Noco. I, I, I'd like to say like. I'm really glad we did this episode because it actually caused me to go back and rethink and refine my opinion on BCAAs. Because as I said, I've constantly used BCAAs as a punching bag. But as I went down the rabbit hole a bit more and I took the blinkers off, fucked my tunnel vision off and actually thought, actually, well, what else can BCAAs help with? This is where I came to this evidence about, you know, DOMS, etc. So, you know, it's, it's actually made me question my own biases and it's good. It is good. And Joe, I've got to give a shout out to fucking. I'll keep giving him shout outs. He's gonna to have to start paying me, uh, Coach Mikey Page, because he's he's actually. We had a bit of a deja vu moment earlier where we've kind of both been going over this topic of BCAAs, and it turns out we've actually been reading the exact same articles. We were coming to the exact same conclusion about oh, proteins. Friends. Yeah. Mm. Friends. Oh, army <laughs> oh, oh, friends. So oh, it's all right. He's gonna. He's, Bill's gonna cut all this out of me anyway. Well, like, shut fuck up, Andy. Well, if, <laughs> do you know what? If he's gonna, <laughs> if he's gonna cut this bit out, then I might as well say the truth. And that is, my mind has changed so much on BCAAs that me and me and Mikey Page are actually staging a coup. We're staging a okay. coup for BCAAs. Go on, go on. Staging a coup. Yeah, you're, we're launch, you're launching your own supplement. We Hang are. On. This, is, this ain't this ain't this ain't a spurn off of Skinny Candles, is it? Well, no, we're actually launching a you know because at the same <laughs> skinny, time, Skinny Candles are now going to have BCA. BCA well, that's a part oh, of it. Yes. That's that's a part of it. You got to see there's like different branches of the military here, and the thing is, we got to kill two birds literally with one stone here. So it's not just going to be a bit of a supplement industry. It's going to be a governmental thing. So me and Mikey, we're going to stage a coup, right? But we we don't. It's in regards to bringing BCAs back into the limelight. But we don't okay. quite know how we're going to do this yet. We don't know whether we're going to go down like the communist route or the fascist route. Um, with Mikey being more northern, I think he's going to be more along the communist route. You know, he's going to seize the means of production uh, in regards to, you know, we're going to produce more supplementation in regards to BCAAs. Whereas I want to go down the fascist route because I think we can have some cool uniforms. Mm-hmm. You know, we can get Hugo Boss to design like a cool little uniform with like BCAAs and barbells on the sleeves. Uh, Just get Noco, mate. Noco, um, get that on. Get yeah, we could get Noco in. Uh, I don't know what Noco's stance is on fascism, but you know, if we could get Noco in on it, <laughs> and yeah, we're gonna. There, there goes our sponsor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> me, me, me and Mikey are staging a coup, and uh, yeah, glory to BCAAs, and um, yeah, join the BCAA Brotherhood. I think we'll wrap up there. We've, we've I think we've, well, we've covered. We've it. If anyone's done, got any more, we've um, only done five minutes, mate. Oh, yeah, because it fucking cut out, Andy. Just not be a smart ass about it. But no, we, we've covered. I think we, if you've got any more questions on it, uh, just get in touch. Like Kez did, he got in touch with us, and we've done a whole episode on what he requested. So that's what this show's about, really, is hot topics and listener requests. So yeah, if you've got any, if you've got anything else that would like you're thinking about, let us know, and we'll fucking chat about it on the cast. We got we've got Tom in the top corner, who's a yeah. specialist at fucking raping computers. Yeah, and uh, we'll find out all the knowledge for you. Yeah, fun. And um, yeah. if you are interested in seizing the means of production and um, you know creating a state sponsored um bca supplement company then join me and mikey page mikey's gonna be like tom what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> okay I, I don't want to do his voice but he's gonna be like oh fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was dreadful that was dreadful i don't oh, know where he's right, from lads. i don't think he knows himself where he's from <laughs> before we uh, wrap up lads want to mention the uh, brand new website again chat shit get fit if you head over to there you'll be prompted to sign up to the newsletter so that will kind of let you know when we've got new episodes what's in the future and also tell you about the blog we've also got a blog now which i didn't mention uh, that will kind of be written articles in support of the, of the episode so that'll have all the studies embedded into these blog articles so you can get full access to all the studies that mainly tom mentions and yeah they, they really are really good worth a read as well and in the pipeline as well bit of spoiler alert 
We've got Coach Dean Hammond, who we've had on a previous previous episode. He's going to be jumping on as a guest blogger. So he'll be putting all of his knowledge onto the blog. So you can subscribe to that, log into that, that blog, and then you'll be alerted when he releases his articles. And, you know, he, he knows his stuff as well. So it's all about learning at the end of the day, isn't it? We're all here to get educated. So, yeah, good place to go. Chatshitgetfit.com. Say educated. We want to know some shit. You know what I mean? Drink knockos and know some shit, all right? Don't want don't to blow these guys' minds too much. Drink knockos, get big. Drink knockos, get big. And seize the means of production. 100%. Skinny candles. Yep, that as well. That's going to be our militant win. <laughs> <laughs> any, any final points, lads? Uh, That's not nah. to do with a state-sponsored supplement company? No, just Yeah, I want to just cement what my thoughts are. Just quickly summarise again. In regards to muscle protein synthesis, personally, I'd say focus on your total daily protein intake. Um, in regards to mitigating DOMS and improving recovery, it might help. There's no inherent harm in drinking BCAAs. Mega. Right. As always, lads, thanks for uh, the episode. Hopefully, the Kez out there, mate, hopefully, um, hopefully you've answered your question and hopefully we've helped everyone else decide if they want to Buy Nocco, which yeah, buy Nocco. Should it's, se- it's sexy as fucking it, but no, um, yeah. yeah. Hope, it makes you ten percent. It makes um, you ten percent sexier. That's it's. It, read it on the back. Gen, it is it? It. That is a hundred percent the gen. Ninety nine percent of the time, it works. Fifty percent of the time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. right. It, Tom coming with the stats. Anyway, lads, um, <sighs> I'll, uh, I'll speak to you next week. Catch you later. Cool. See you later. As always, thanks for listening. So I just want to quickly clarify something. I mentioned one of the drinks, Rain, having 300 milligrams of caffeine in. So I wasn't wrong, but it's crucial to know that the dosage of drinks and supplements, etc., will vary based on region. So in places like the US, yes, Rain may have 300 milligrams of caffeine, but on looking at the can in Asda in the UK, it's only got 200 milligrams of caffeine, so significantly less than what I stated in the episode. So essentially, the drink is even more useless now with its one gram of amino acids and barely more caffeine than Noco. So yeah, by Noco. Anyway, any more questions on this topic, please get in touch and we'll be happy to help. Also, don't forget to check out our brand new website, chatshitgetfit.com. It's listed in the show notes below, so check it out. And while you're on there, if you go right to the bottom of the page, there's an option to sign up to the newsletter. So if you want to keep up to date on everything podcast, blog, and everything in between, then sign up to the newsletter. We will see you next week, same time, same place, for a brand new episode. See you soon.